Welcome back, everyone. It's Brenda, your podcast host of The X. I'm glad that you're here today, this afternoon, this evening, whenever, wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. I am going to get into the topic in just a few seconds. Before I get going, though, I really want to recognize the clients that I'm working with right now. I'm working with a bunch of clients in my 2023 mastermind that I started at the beginning of January. And we're deep diving into their business strategy. Um, We're looking at ways that they can be generating more clients in their business. We're looking at ways that we can be really nurturing our community. That's what I spent a lot of time doing myself over the summer in my business. And now that we're getting into the fall, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, it's, it's fall of 2023. But it was a lot of like deep work that I was doing with my clients, looking at their customer journeys, customer experiences uh, with their client groups and looking at how we can continue to nurture and enrich and just cultivate this strong sense of community within our businesses. I'm a big believer that I don't think you need to have like 30,000 people following you on Instagram or 10,000 people following you on LinkedIn. I think you could have literally 2,000 people like I do in my Instagram account and be cultivating and nourishing and uh, just educating um, and gifting towards your community all the skills that you're really great at doing. And I think people appreciate that. They want to be able to understand the products, the services that they're buying into. They want to make that investment wholeheartedly. And I think if there's that opportunity to nurture, then that's a huge thing. So I'm really, really proud of the clients that I've been working with in Mastermind, looking at their strategies going into the fall and going into 2024. How can we continue to do that? And then I'm excited because I've opened up the doors to my Aligned AF community. So my Aligned AF community used to be part of my mastermind. And I would coach sort of like five to eight women at a time inside the community. We'd have group coaching, we'd have one-to-one coaching. And now starting into the fall, I'm moving into this community membership with Aligned AF and I'm taking all the great learnings from the last few years in my business, but also coaching clients, the training modules, the replays, all those things and sharing it with everyone basically. Uh, So I'm opening up the doors to join the membership. It's $5 a month or $60 for the year. I work with clients in that community membership two times a week. So we have our Sunday reset where we're coaching the unconscious mind. And then we have our Tuesday masterclass where we're looking at our businesses and getting aligned AF in our business and our life. So I've had a number of women join into the community over the last few weeks since I've been opening up the doors and I'm really, really excited to invite them in and bring them a part of the alumni community that I've been um, building over the last three years. So I'm just super excited to see where this goes. My ultimate goal behind the scenes is to have a thousand women in the Aligned AF community all across the world. I want us to be learning about business and growing together in our lives, in our relationships, creating generational wealth for our families and in our neighborhoods and Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see where everyone is going, going into the fall. I'm excited to see what happens with my business and my rebrand. And that leads me into our conversation today. And it's really about the energy that pushes money away. And so I'm just going to talk like from a personal story first, why this topic is really important to me. So I left my corporate career back in uh, 2018. I started my business in 2019. I've been in it for a little around five years now. This is going into my fifth anniversary. And there has been so many amazing learnings. I've been growing businesses since I was 
literally 21 years old, um, but other people's businesses, right? So there was always that sort of nest egg. There was always that sort of fallback, right? It's like, you know, and I still had to make sure I was driving sales and I still had to make sure I was coming in with great margins and turning a profit in my business, but it wasn't my business. And I was still getting paid, even if we had a bad day. So it has been, it has been a bunch of learnings. I never used to think that money, I, like my money beliefs were distorted in any way. I, in actual fact, probably I had uh, too much of an abundance mindset in some cases. And so there's been a harsh dose of reality, um, being an entrepreneur and being a solopreneur and paying contractors and doing things. So this year I put forward almost close to a 60,000 investment investment, I have to say that one more time, into my business. And it's definitely played a toll on my nervous system, but not as much as it did last year, where I don't think I was doing the nervous system work that I needed to be doing around money and in my business. And some things happened, not so much in my business, but in my personal life that kind of sideswiped some things. And took that took a toll on me physically. This year, it's just been go, go, go. And I'm noticing sort of this frenetic energy at the end of the summer. So my plan really over the next week or so uh, before heading into our fall curriculum is just to unplug and unwind. And I'm literally going to sort of finish after I do this podcast. So here's some things that I want you to think about as you're listening to this energy that pushes money away. You know, and I I probably said some things in there. Like, you know, we commonly hear this from ourselves, speaking this aloud or hearing these thoughts in our brain, or we hear other people saying it too, where it's like, I need to make more money um, and I need to make it now. I need to bring in another 5K before the end of the month. I need this now, I need this now, right? And then there's this feeling that as soon as I get it, there's gonna be this like sort of like rush of like dopamine, right? Like good job, this feeling of desire and need is so strong in us. And, but that everything will be fine once the money comes in. So then when it's not coming in, obviously then we start getting into anxiousness, doubt, worry, judgment, right? It's that self-judgment that we end up sort of plateauing in, right? We don't, or going into a downward spiral, but we don't necessarily move forward on some things. We stop taking maybe action. We start getting into doomsday, So it's really a slippery slope that we have to be aware of. And this desperation, this frenetic feeling that I was talking about that I sometimes feel is noticing that that's actually your nervous system being dysregulated. So we could be like, you know what, I'm I'm really stressed right now, right? I'll I'll hear that from people. I I actually grew up in a very sort of stressful uh, household where um, family would exclaim that from the rooftops, almost as if it was like a badge of honor versus actually saying my nervous system is dysregulated right now. And I don't know how to pull myself back to a state of regulation. Now that I understand more about neuroscience, I can actually detect that in my body. I can, I can hear it in my voice. I'll start talking faster. I can feel my heart racing. My, um, I'll start tripping over my words because my mouth, my tongue is actually drying out because I'm talking so quickly. So I start noticing these things and like my breathing becomes erratic. And I know that it's like, it's not a situation now of like, I'm desperate for money. It's actually my nervous system is deregulated. So, you know, and it doesn't feel fun. It doesn't feel exciting. And, you know, and again, these wheels are sort of spinning, not in a good way, right? It's just kind of like they're looping around versus moving forward. So really what ends up happening is I have more of this money anxiety um, that I don't feel like, you know, when I sort of set out to design my business 
And when I think about my business strategy or my playbook that I have for the year, I'm not sitting here going, yeah, I want to run a six-figure business and have a shot nervous system. Like that's not in the plan. Like I don't want to be experiencing deregulation on a daily basis. So I have to think differently about that. So there's a couple of things I want to share with you. It's like, you know, where this could be coming from for you, if you're relating to my story at all, is one, you may have an expectation of where you should be in your life right now. You should be thinking, you know what, I should be making um, multi six figures in my business. I should be, you know, donating money to charities. Like, I don't know, 5% of my revenue, 10% of my revenue should be going to charities. I should be working 20 hours a week, but running a multi six figure business. I shouldn't have to pay out a lot in staff. I should have money in my bank account. I should be able to go like, you know, you may have all these expectations, right? So this should thing, I should have this in my bank account. And then obviously if the money drops below that, resistance comes up, right? Because it's not like we're just allowing money to flow in and out of our bank account. We have an expectation that if it's not at a certain level, like, oh, I need to have at least $500 in my bank account every month regardless of whatever my expenses are, that if it goes down to like 498, immediately resistance comes up. Or maybe, you know, you get sideswiped by an unexpected bill. These are some of the things that happened to me last year. I, you know, again, second example, I wasn't monitoring some of my technology payments for my platforms that I was investing in for my business. And one of them came back to me and said, hey, you haven't been paying us for like six months. I was like, what? what do you mean? And, you know, I wasn't monitoring my bookkeeping. I wasn't monitoring my accounts as closely as I thought. I just thought, oh, well, I paid like annual fees for these things. It turned out that this one specific platform, I did pay the annual fee the first year I purchased it, but then the second year it was a promo. And so then the second year it just kicked into uh, monthly payments, but somehow uh, when I got to that anniversary date, it didn't click over properly with my credit card. Not too sure why, they don't know either, but in the meantime, I wasn't paying. And then they, of course, and I was using it. And of course they came back to me and said, you owe us six months. And I was like, and you owe us now. And I was like, what? No, we've got to figure out a payment plan. They were good about it because they recognized it was their fault. And so we came up with a good payment plan that I could manage. But yeah, if they had forced that hand and said, well, snooze, you lose, you owe us like a big chunk of change. That was a lot of money for me as a solopreneur to then just shell that out, especially when I had other commitments around what I was doing with my money that I was earning in my business. So, you know, sometimes these unexpected bills can come in, right? And I I did, I lectured myself. I was like, why didn't you see that coming? Why weren't you monitoring things? You don't know what you're doing. You're an amateur, right? Like I was just so mean to myself that I didn't catch this. And it was just an honest mistake on both sides, the technology company, as well as myself. And it's just, one of those things. Like when I'm 90 years old, will I look back on that and go, oh, that was like the worst mistake ever? No, really. And the amount of money wasn't very much um, in comparison to say how much money I will be making by the time I'm 90 years old um, based off of where my vision is. So you have to catch yourself. That's the first thing that you know we really need to look at with your um, situation around money right now is do you have an expectation of yourself? And is it so impossible for you to achieve that. Or it's kind of like, if you don't make it every single day, it just goes into like, I should have been able to do this. Um, you know, or I need to be able to do this. Right. And it causes this pressure. 
And this pressure then leads to this self-judgment about ourselves. And we start judging. Um, and then when we go into judging, guess what happens to our body? We go into this point of deregulation. And if we're continually judging ourselves and continually deregulated, it's really hard for us to build anything from there. I mean, we can, our bodies are brilliant, right? They can function when we're highly deregulated. Like lion comes into the cave, for sure our nervous system is gonna go off the charts, but it's gonna either fight the lion, run away from the lion, freeze, and hopefully the lion sniffs us and walks by, but it's gonna take some action. It's not just gonna not do anything. And so that's how our body's equipped, right? And so that's the same thing that's going to happen around your bank account. You know, if a money slips below that $500 level, you start judging yourself, you start going into deregulation. It's going to be really hard for you to think now think, think creatively about, well, how could I generate money if I'm in this constant worry state about money? So a couple of ways that we can think about moving through that. One is calming our nervous system. That would be my first recommendation always. There's other things that I will share with you tactically that you can do, but I think the most important thing is energetically, emotionally, you need to be able to regulate your nervous system. And I often post on Instagram. So if you haven't checked it out there, go to my Instagram at it's Brenda Rigney. I'll post different mindfulness practices, brain stimulation, like bilateral brain stimulation techniques to help reframe the neural pathways in our brain. Because right now you or me in the situations I just shared with you, I could just have a thought that like, I should have been able to figure this out with this tech platform. Like I'm a smart person. I used to be head of operations for $80 million plus companies. Why did I let that slip through the cracks? Why did I not do that? So that is an thought pattern that is a neural pathway that's being formed in my brain. And believe me, there's other, if I go back in my past eight years ago, 10 years ago, 40 years ago, there's situations in my past where I said the same thing to myself. So it it is a pattern and my brain will just naturally bring that pattern back up and say, is this the reason why you didn't do it? Oh yeah, that's the reason. Like, I'm just not smart enough. I'm not good enough. Like here's another example. So you need to find a neural pathway stimulation technique that will cause a new neural pathway to exist for you. So there's a couple that I will share with you. One, and we can just do this really quickly, even though I'm on audio and you don't visually have something to look at, but grab an object, right? And pretend that there's an imaginary line down the middle of your body, right? I'm going, um, not, I'm not going horizontally across my body. I'm going vertically. So starting at the top of my head, say going down to my torso, my belly button, pretend there's a line that goes there. And I want you to grab an object. I'm actually just going to grab the remote control to my fan. Um, that's right beside me. And I'm going to pass this remote control back and forth between my right hand to my left hand. And as I'm passing it, I'm passing my hand across that meridian line. So it really should be like my right hand passes to my left hand and drops the remote in my left hand now. But as I do that, that right hand is crossing over a meridian line and it's an imaginary line, as I mentioned. Then I'm gonna go back, left hand to right, right to left. I'm gonna do this a few times. And just so you know what's happening behind the scenes and I can already start feeling it in myself just because sometimes coming onto a podcast makes me feel a little nervous. I can already start feeling my breath calming down. I can start feeling my eyes looking at different things versus maybe before I was fixated on one object. So what's happening is it automatically is getting, like you're moving your body. So blood is starting to move. 
Um, when you're passing your hands back and forth across that meridian line, you actually are activating, if you keep your eyes open during this exercise, you're activating your eyeballs, which are connected to your prefrontal cortex. That's that front part of your brain, really where the cognitive part of your brain is. So it starts igniting that and it starts bringing it back online, which you definitely need to do. And then that thought that I had about money and that piece of technology, because even as I was recalling the story, I could tell my nervous system was getting worked up over it, even though I know I've done work on it. Um, it's just funny how your brain's like, oh, are we going to recall this right now? It's like, no, no, I'm just using it as an example, brain. So just think about that, right? And just pass the object back and forth. And when you're done, take a couple breaths. I like to breathe in for one and out for two. So I'll do that with you. Like out through the nose is, or in through the nose, sorry, is good. And then out through the mouth for a longer breath. And one more time, you can do it through the mouth and out through the mouth if that's easier for you. Good. So that would be my first technique is one is just use a technique like a bilateral stimulation technique to calm your nervous system. Could be yoga, could be as simple as getting up out of your chair and going for a walk. All too often I see entrepreneurs start to work on their strategy, start to problem solve or make decisions in their business when they're deregulated. Get outside, get some fresh air and regulate your nervous system. Okay, the second tool that I want you to look at is your compassion right now. As I mentioned, like when I've gone through some of these money situations in my past or even most recently last year, um, I don't say nice things to myself. So let's put your, you know, and so I'm not compassionate with myself, but let's put ourselves in a different situation. Um, our best friend comes to us and tells us that they're broke, tells us that they made some bad investments this past year, tells us that um, they overspent, you know, on their credit cards. And now, you know, they have to, whatever, pay off some creditors, some money. What are you saying? What are you thinking to your friend right now? Are you saying, oh my gosh, you're a loser. Oh my gosh, you have to get your act together. Oh my gosh. How did you like get, how did this happen? Do you start accusing or judging your friend? Most likely not. I mean, I'm talking about, this is your friend, right? So in good times and in bad times, you're there for them, right? And you would be saying things like, it's going to be okay. You know, I, I still love you. Like you're a smart person. You're going to figure this out. What can I do to help? Right? These are the things that are going to be coming out of your mouth versus some of the things that I was sharing with you that I was saying to myself, right? And so just evaluate that a little bit right now. Like look at your own level of self-compassion, if you can't think about it for yourself, think about it right now, pretend you're talking to your best friend and they are telling you like this situation that you're going through in their eyes, in their, in their life, how would you react? And just feel that self-compassion again, feel that warmth come over your body. Okay. The third thing that I would suggest that will help you just again, energetically bring money or this anxiety of money closer to you versus pushing it away is to, um, sorry, I'm just flipping over my notes here. I want to make sure I capture this. <laughs> Explore your money story, write a money story about your life and your experience with money. It could even be like writing a letter to money, like dear money. There's been times where I have really loved you and I've really nourished you and I've taken care of you and I've learned about you and I've invested wisely in you. And there's been times where I've abused you. I've been cruel. I've been 
mean. And I've said awful things to you. And I haven't set boundaries with you. Like write your money story down and kind of like notice things too. It's like, you know, those times where I've really nourished you and cared for you. I felt my body be calm. I felt my thoughts be really clear about what I wanted to do with you, how I wanted to spend time with you, what I wanted to buy with you. And then there's times where when I wasn't treating you well, that it made me not feel great in my body. I used to have stomach cramps. I used to have really bad headaches or my jaw would hurt. Right. So be aware of what your money story is because unconsciously your brain is keeping record of all those things. And consciously you might not be aware of it. And so that is also causing some harm to your nervous system. Right. So when you recall your story with money and you write it down and you become now aware of it, now you can start addressing it. You'd be like, oh yeah, I kind of forgot that sometimes I can be mean to money. Sometimes I can say awful things about money. I have this belief somewhere that money is bad. And where does that come from? And so it it sparks some level of curiosity, some investigation on your part and a willingness to seek out information, right? And when we seek out information, we get stronger, we learn and we grow and we shift and we transform. So explore your money story and what are you learning about yourself and the journey that you've been on with money up until this point. And then the fourth thing I want you to try is booking yourself, scheduling a money love date. Now I got this idea. It's a ritual idea that I got from Kate Northrup. Um, She's written books about money, a love story and her sort of personal journey into business and entrepreneurship and how she used money and how money used her in some cases, how she was broke at times. And then other times where she was extremely profitable and successful in her business and entrepreneurial journey. She talks about, uh, you know, creating this money love date that again is a supportive time with your money that think of it as a workation, Um, you know, go for a picnic and do a money love date. Like literally get the blanket and the yummy uh, sandwiches and a nice um, curated glass of lemonade or go to a bougie coffee shop that you've always wanted to eat at that has like amazing plants and music vibing and spend some time going through your money. Now, this is something that I, again, didn't do naturally. I would, you know, I I would like definitely avoid doing this. And the avoidance isn't necessarily avoiding money, but it's just sort of like, you know, it's a deeply rooted avoidance just from, you know, setting up unhealthy boundaries with, you know, people in my life. It sort of shows up from like sort of a past trauma and money has just been rooted to that sort of feeling or that emotion of avoidance for me. Um, But it's not like a a money love date is not like an audit. So just to clarify that, because that audit can feel kind of like, again, judgy and confrontational. This needs to be supportive. But also notice if you are feeling some resistance as you're going through the process. And again, what you're doing is you're going in and kind of looking at all the money that's coming in and the sources of where it's coming in from and frequency and uh, timing and all those things and who it's coming from, the sources. And then you're also looking at where it's leaving, when it's leaving, who it's leaving to, how much is leaving. Do you want that much leaving? There'll be some things that'll be surprising for you. And a simple exercise too that you can tack onto this money love date is look at your subscriptions. What are you subscribing to right now? 
with the exception of the Aligned AF community, if you're a subscriber to the Aligned AF community. But what are you subscribing to right now? Are you subscribing to like seven movie, TV, you know, streaming services? Do you need to have all of them? Can you maybe downsize to like one or two? Uh, for the month and see what that feels like. Do you need to have all these like publications, New York Times, uh, LA Times, like, you know, all these things, Forbes, like, can you maybe streamline it down to one or two? And and look at, you know, where you can uh, manage your costs from that perspective. But again, remember that if you're feeling some type of resistance as you're doing this activity or any of the ones that I've shared with you, the resistance is information, information that you can tap into, that you can dig into more and learn what you can do to solve for it. So just remember that, you know, energy is all about receiving, or sorry, money is all about sort of receiving energetically. And so also look at, this would be my sort of fifth solution for you, is to look at where you're also receiving love, joy, happiness, recognition, gratitude in your life right now. Um, you know, this is where our intuition lies too, right? So it's like, how are you, like when you have a really good idea about something and you're like, you're feeling it wholeheartedly and you go after it and you get the results from it. When do you reward yourself? When do you recognize yourself for it? So there's times where I've put in systems in my business and I'm like, yeah, this I know is going to work. And then it turns out it works for me. It's like, I need to make sure that I'm acknowledging that, that I'm rewarding myself and appreciating myself for coming up with that idea and following through with it and getting the desired results that I want. Because sometimes I'll be like, oh, it's just work. And I'll like, again, just sort of like, you know, toss it aside. It's like, okay, on to the next thing versus taking the time out to really acknowledge where I'm learning, where I'm growing in my business. And because as a solopreneur, I don't have a boss that's going to do that for me. And not that I had a lot of that growing up in my uh, corporate career, but there were times where there were formal ways to be recognized. There are no formal ways that I recognize myself in my business unless I create them. So make sure that you've got those levers in place, that you're looking at your analytics in your business, that you're tracking your milestones and saying, yeah, this was a good job this past quarter. I'm going to go celebrate. It may mean I'm going to go out with a girlfriend for a brunch on Sunday, or maybe I buy myself something that I've always wanted, or maybe I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go hang out at the Vancouver Art Gallery uh, on Tuesday afternoon and not work that day and just look at Emily Carr paintings. So whatever it is that floats your boat, but make sure that you've also got some type of receiving energy that's coming in that's not necessarily associated with money, but it's more associated with love, joy, happiness, recognition, gratitude, etc. Okay, friends. So I went on a little bit long. These podcasts, the acts will probably be shorter as I go. I feel like at, at a certain point right now, I need to kind of explain where I was and where I'm going in this entrepreneurial journey, especially since the podcast has changed from the Three Uniques podcast to the X. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. Drop me back a reply message. I just want to know if this is landing for you, if you're liking it, if you're taking things away from it. And I've also shared some links just to some additional resources that you may find helpful in uh, the show notes. So let me know what questions you have about this energy that you're pushing away, you know, as far as receiving money, receiving joy, receiving happiness. Love to chat with you more about it. Take care, everyone.